Hello my friends, it's the 15th of August and I must admit that I am having some difficulty with this podcast. I um, didn't feel comfortable in the uh, previous recordings and didn't uh, quite know why that was, but I have had a very interesting day on the 14th. And it's uh, it's difficult information. And that might be why I'm having difficulty with it. I don't know. Um, so I'm decided to be led in putting it out in parts. My day started out as any normal Saturday would, would begin. You do your routine and house chores, laundry, errands. All that for the end of the week. Household things. It's routine. You learn them. Well, we learn patterns, too. My day started off just in that normal routine pattern. And then a memory came from my marriage and didn't understand why it was coming up. I mean, I hadn't thought about it for 30 years, you know. So, instead of asking why, I asked what. What, it, what is this for? Because there was no understanding at that point. So, a while after that, The answer came. And I journal a lot, so writing is good for me. It helps me to take it apart, basically. And what I discovered is there were patterns in my early marriage that I was unaware of, had no clue. So I wasn't alert to to the understanding. A lot of it was deceptive behaviors. And at that time, I didn't know how to disseminate those things. I had lived a, a life of deceptive behaviors. So it just seemed normal. That's the way it is, you know. And I didn't have the Lord, so... The marriage didn't work out, because he wasn't in the marriage. 
<laughs> he was there, but he wasn't really in the marriage. So, things were pointed out, and I had a better understanding. And I thought, okay, that's good. You know, I learned about some patterns. So I went along my day and just keep going and plugging through my list of things. And while I was doing it, I was listening to a pastor from Northern California and he didn't give his last name or anything. And, but the title of his thing was the three, the three woes, the three final warnings or something like that. So I listened to it, and I got some pretty interesting stuff from from him. It wasn't um, it wasn't like a normal sermon that you hear, and it was a lot of dissemination of information that he was getting over the over the years. I mean, it wasn't just recent. Some of it was five years ago. Some of it was recent, um, and so he was just going through the patterns that he was getting, and I thought, oh goodness, I'm, I'm hearing about patterns again, and he, he had some interesting statements, I, I can say that, and it's not what you would normally here, and uh, he brought out the fact that September 6th through the 11th, we should be very watchful and wary, because those begin the fall feasts of the appointed times of the Lord, and 9-11, our 20th anniversary. So he said a lot of things could be happening. And then he brought out September 6th, though it's also the date that the Nazis separated the Jews from the other people by putting a mark on them with the star. They had to wear a star. So they were separated out of normal society. And they were basically targeted targeted group so the narrative came out then in in that time so it fit patterns it had patterns to it to persecute to demean. So then he brought out at the moment that they tie in your finances to it all. That's another woe. It's another warning sign. 
They're already put in place travel bans and having papers. Nazi Germany, you had to have per- papers. So he's just bringing out some warning signs. In the patterns, they're similar. They're repeating. And then he said, be careful of the narrative that is spoken to bring you into a good and safe normalty factor. He said that we should be aware and understand that the Lord's last timetable is not about peace. It's about war. He's returning with the sword. He's returning in warfare. So our stance here should be in warfare. Spiritual warfare. So he brought out some good points. also brought out the fact that we're in this second phase of the variant now. Apparently the second variant has come about. So to be watchful and alert in that aspect that the narrative is continuing Just like viruses change, they always change. The flu virus can't be contained. They can't narrow it down to one season, whether It'll be this flu or that flu. And their their shot can't cover them all. So even if you get a flu shot, you still might get the flu. So, you know, the narrative is you can't contain a virus. But yet they're trying to tell you they can So there's a po- opposing thoughts
there's opposing thoughts in the church. And the church can never be unified in that factor. And a country can never be unified in that factor. So think about it. Be aware. Narratives have patterns. So this all came about before 5 p.m. And I thought, okay, something's going on here. I seem to be hitting things that are showing patterns. So I was heading into the evening and I thought, okay, I'm just, I'm just going to have a little downtime and watch a movie. So I picked a movie called 222. It was just a, never heard of it, never, you know, just a side movie. Um, and I'm into this movie and it's all about patterns this man is seeing in his life. And that he's witnessing and experiencing different things at the same time, the same people. Um, and he starts to realize there's something in it all. It's all connected. He starts writing it down. He starts trying to understand it. And it just leads him down a path that, you know, has an ending that it basically has a past pattern. A repeating pattern. It had a good ending. But I sat back and thought, okay, Lord, I'm now into the evening and I'm seeing the third thing emerging with patterns and the dissemination of them and being aware and alert and so forth and that narratives and patterns can be deceptive and da 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 so I'm thinking okay there there's a message in this. So in the process of my prayer chain group that's global, I noticed they had formed a chat and everybody was starting to get on the to the prayer narrative and praying Psalm 64 and other scriptures and and really getting into the warfare that's behind speaking the word, word forth. But then other people were injecting things from social media, information, so forth. And so 
those people didn't understand that it was a prayer narrative and prayer tone, not a, a social media chat. And so some of them could figure it out and some of them couldn't. <laughs> and, and I'm thinking, wow. It was starting to get disruptive when they were adding all this other stuff, not knowing, you know, and then it would level out after a bit and get back onto its its narrative and its pattern and its focus the way it should be for like a prayer chain. So then that was an example to me. And again, another aspect of patterns. So I'm getting this influx of of things that are all connecting. And then I hear there was an alert that went out about the earthquakes that we have had recently. And the Philippines had a seven point something earthquake and the Sandwich Islands had 7.4 and Alaska had 7.9 and Haiti had 7.2. Well, that's all denoting a pattern, seven point earthquakes in diverse places. So the alert was to pray for Peru and Chile because that's where they were focusing that the next hit would be because it's on the South American plate and the South American plate has a lot of pressure building up because the plates are moving. So okay, that's a good that's a good thing to put that out to pray for these people in those areas. So as they're denoting their, the, this whole aspect in the physical realm with the plates is a time bomb going off, I'm thinking, geez, well I just spent most of my day in a time bomb of patterns and narratives and aspects of that that are deceptive and can manipulate and control and if you're not aware of these things then you can fall into that pattern and it can be a repeating pattern so the message is formed even further and the last thing I hear is that our homeland agency has denoted that anybody with opposing opinions of the narrative are homeland domestic terrorists 
thought that was very interesting. <laughs> you can't have an opinion. You can't have an opposing opinion. Hmm. Interesting. A lot of times that creates a lot of competition and chaos and confusion, even on social media. You can't have an opposing opinion. But I thought we were in a country that allowed that. That was one of our freedoms that that was under the Constitution. That's what made this country great. Hmm. Patterns. Other and new patterns are forming. So I think this is going to be the end of this first one. Because we need to really think. And get with the Lord. Our own initiative. Before we really can even... understand where we need to be. How we need to be. Sometimes it's a very lonely path to be with the Lord. But he said we wouldn't be readily accepted. <laughs> he told us right off the bat we wouldn't be accepted. But we're finding out that a lot of times we're not accepted, accepted in our own understanding in the body. then makes it even lonelier because you're not unified in the body. So my message today came with this understanding. that we need to be alert and aware of patterns and bring your patterns into the perfect will of God and the patterns He gave us to be in. Not all these other exterior patterns. First and foremost, the Lord's pattern. And what he set forth. 
that's our obedience and obligation. And that's how this country was first set up. Under that. But now we're hearing a different narrative. A non-acceptance of that formation. And if you speak against that formation that they have, you're labeled. Same thing the Nazis did. we have that opportunity to be awake and alert and watchful. We just have to choose it. And be in warfare against it spiritually. Part two is coming up. God bless. Okay, part two. Upon my day of receiving the message in patterns, I noticed on my prayer chain group that the narrative and tone was set to present scripture and to pass it down the line and pray. Not only in declaring Psalm 64 each day, but also other scriptures pertaining to the warfare, declaring God's word forth from our mouth, from our being, from our routine and patterns, setting us apart in that way to do warfare, for we have a warfare in God that's coming and returning with the sword. So we must use the sword in accordance to that factor is not coming back in peace. So when that tone was set and anything that came in to disrupt it from normal aspects of, of things, people wanting to complain or people wanting to give forth information uh, people wanting to have an opinion that was not adhered to 
So the prayer prayer chain kept going because that did not have the place. It didn't need to be there. This was formed for a different reason. It wasn't going to be like the other platforms of influence, platforms of opinions, platforms of like and dislike, share or not share, comment or not comment. So in order to have dissemination come forth, all that other stuff has to be put aside, has to, has to not be present. Not distract you off the focus. We've learned to complain a lot, but not do. In any race, especially in a team where you hand off the toggle. You swap the tubes. There's rhythm and pattern. To winning that race. And they practice to get good at the transfer, to be good at the speed, to be good at the whole aspect of how that race is done. And you're either on target or you're not. Sometimes different legs of the race lag behind, get off timing, some catch up, some override and overtake. other legs of the race and some take steady strides for the win but it's a team effort and everyone has a part and if one part isn't focused then it doesn't win 
there's timing in everything for its success. And the pattern of that race has to be together. So there's patterns in the handoff that repeat. We're in a race. The Lord even said we were in a race. He gave that analogy. We're both in a physical race and a spiritual race. And a lot of people are trying to balance it all on their own. But a lot of people have different agendas, as we see. And there's a few that want something over the whole. And we see a lot of distress. And the outpouring. And how this race is not balanced. not going right. We see this earth struggling and having difficulties. From outside influences, both in space and upon the earth. there's a race in that. A race for understanding. A race for what to know what to do. A race for resources. A way to how to escape all of this in every aspect. Yet we're to live our lives not of the world but in it. 
and how to balance that with all the narratives, agendas, patterns. And the only way you can have any semblance of balance is to have peace. And if you don't have peace about something, then don't do it. And the peace is balanced by the Lord. Not by you, not by governments. Not by scientists. We have all these components emerging. But they're not all together. Much of it's based in fear that has a pattern that corrupts and takes away. And you can't run a race with that. You can't face face the wind. You can't the toggle you can't be smooth in the transfer you can't do anything but lag behind and wish it was all over at the life of David it wasn't all good he lagged behind when he made his own choices when he allowed fear to come in he wasn't balanced with the Lord but he regained himself each and every time he faltered He even ran and hid. Even after fighting Goliath and killing him with a single blow. But he regained himself and he repented. And he came back to the Lord. He had feelings. Sometimes he went with them. But then he found out it wasn't the best. He didn't let fear withhold him standing before the giant. 
he went forth. He faced So he's an example. The Lord wanted us to see that. He knows we can all falter. But we can all pick ourselves back up. And regain. In the race. David became king. After many, many years of trial and error. So we can regain too. the toggle, swapping the tubes of life, God's word, regaining our peace, going forth in warfare. said you shall not tread on the armies of Israel he stood forth in determination under God's will of his word and the faith and trust in it the only way to win the race. It's the only way to win in warfare. It's the only way to be a warrior for the coming God who's going to Come back with a sword. He wants you to be a part of it. And it takes participation in his pattern, not of the world's pattern. Not of the narrative of the world, not the agendas of the world, not even your own agenda. 
We have to push through in a difficulty. But we don't win, win the race. As you can see, your opinion can be thrown out at any given time. We're seeing it happen. get behind the word of the Lord it's a different story it's a different agenda different narrative different outcome and that's what the enemy is afraid of the enemy is fearful of that here they put out fear as their main deployment. But they're fearful that you might gain ground if you all come together. Hmm. Maybe that's the turning of the tide. the rhythm of the race hope you'll think about it